Discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishment, says Jim Rohn, and that's why we need to understand and apply wisdom in all things, mind, body, and soul. And this short podcast helps you do just that. On this episode, don't worry, be at peace. Happiness is overrated. Here's some simple but mostly true advice from Bobby McFerrin. Remember the song, Don't Worry, Be Happy? In every life, we have some trouble, but when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry, be happy. If only, right? I knew of Bobby McFerrin before he became famous for his catchy, easygoing, simple solution to life. I was working at a radio station that played jazz in the evenings, and as a college student, that was the shift that you got, the evening shifts. One night in the vast record collection in the back of the studio, I found The Voice, Bobby McFerrin's latest album at that time that featured the song Blackbird. You gotta look this up. This song really gives you an idea of his vocal gymnastics. Britannica described his style this way. He often sang a cappella, mixing folk songs, 1960s rock and soul tunes, and jazz themes with original lyrics. Quite the mashup. Some of that, just a little bit of that comes through in his hit song from 1988, but he has provided us a, a catchy way to remember two very important truths about worry. By worrying, we do make things doubly worse, and that we do have a choice. Left to worry, our minds become a playground for all the what-ifs and worst-case scenarios. For a moment, just ponder the futility of worry. We sure do put a lot of effort into something that doesn't actually do anything. In fact, it may be much worse than futile. In this quote attributed to Chuck Swindoll, it says the word worry comes from an old English term that means to strangle or to choke off. Worry is not just distracting, it's dangerous. It can choke off your faith and suffocate your joy. Worry's bad, and it can become a suffocating force that hinders our spiritual growth. If we don't break the chokehold of worry and are allowed to breathe freely, uh, we die. The Bible reminds us time and again not to worry. Matthew 6, 25-27 states clearly that we shouldn't worry, and why? Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body or what you will wear. Can any of you by worrying at a single hour to your life. So don't. Worry, that is. How? By making the right choice. Bobby recommends that we be happy. His hit song aside, too many of us have cemented our thinking around this prescription. I believe there is a far better alternative to being happy. Well, first of all, happiness is overrated. In our attempt to be happy, we're only creating more worry. Our pursuit of happiness is an endless cycle of navigating all the what-ifs of what might keep us from being happy. Secondly, if you're looking to be happy, you're aiming way too low. Instead, why settle for being happy when you can be at peace? Being happy and being at peace are two different things. Being happy is dependent on everything lining up right, no one interfering with it or touching it or taking it away because you're trusting yourself Rather than God, you must be in control and manipulate your circumstances, many of which you have no control over, in order to be happy. For that reason, happiness is deceptively elusive. Peace, on the other hand, is possible in spite of circumstances and is not subject to time or location, and it can't be taken away. See for yourself. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. 
Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. No one, nothing is breaking through that. God provides peace that transcends, guards, and is always available to us. Bringing our worries and anxieties before God in prayer and trusting that he will provide us peace that is beyond our understanding is not a mere ritual, but a transformative practice whereby we find and possess solace amidst any circumstance. So how do we not worry and instead be at peace? Familiar saying describes worry as wasting today's time to clutter up tomorrow's opportunities with yesterday's troubles. And it doesn't just impact us emotionally or spiritually, but physically as well. One of the co-founders of the Mayo Clinic, Dr. Charles Mayo, said, worry affects circulation, the heart and the glands, the whole nervous system, and profoundly affects the heart. There is a great deal riding on our properly handling worry. Here's how we incorporate this into the transformative practice of bringing our worry and anxieties to God. First, understand the futility of worry. Think about it for a minute. How many times has worrying actually solved a problem or changed an outcome? That would be zero, with a 0% chance of, of it ever happening. Worrying is like a hamster wheel that keeps us running in circles, but it never takes us anywhere. Because nothing has ever happened in the past to thwart God's promises, we can hold on to this truth as we look forward to the future. God's faithfulness throughout history assures us that He is in control even when we can't see the way ahead. So understand the futility of worry. Secondly, trust the power of prayer. In the midst of worry, prayer is our lifeline. It's not a mere ritual, but a transformative practice that connects us with a loving and caring God. When we pray, we release our worries and anxieties, trusting instead the means and the ends of our lives to the one who is in command of the universe. Oswald Chambers shared that prayer does not fit us for the greater work. Prayer is the greater work. Prayer is not a secondary activity. It is the key to finding freedom from worry. Prioritize this intimate connection with God as an essential part of our daily lives. Third, embrace God's sovereignty. Worry often stems from our desire to control every aspect of our lives. Hopefully you've realized that we're not in control and we're not supposed to be. Embracing God's sovereignty means acknowledging that there's a divine plan beyond our understanding. Remember, because nothing has ever happened in the past to thwart God's promises, we don't need to worry about the future. Third, find rest in Jesus. One of the most compelling reasons not to worry comes directly from the words of Jesus himself. He invites us to come to him when we're weary and burdened, promising rest for our souls. Jesus' yoke is easy and his burden is light. Matthew 11, 28 and 29, receive his offer and find rest in the midst of life. Come what may. Fifth, seek contentment. Tim Keller reminds us that true prayer involves saying, your will be done and being content with whatever God's plan may be. God provides what we need, when we need it, and to our chagrin, the way we need it. Contentment is a powerful antidote to worry. It allows us to let go of our desires for a specific outcome and, and trust God's plan is far better than anything else we could imagine. And lastly, drop the practical atheism. 
Worrying is, in essence, what I think John MacArthur refers to as practical atheism. It's an affront to God. When we worry, we doubt his power, love, and care. Instead, we should trust the one who holds the universe in his hands and knows what's best for us. Let's drop the practical atheism to instead anchor our hearts in the knowledge that our Heavenly Father cares deeply for us and is always at work for our good. Worry is a joy stealer. It often takes us away from the present, leaving us trapped in past regrets or future fears. But life is happening right now, in this very moment. When we see God's kingdom first, we are focused on God's priorities and can align our lives with His will. There we find a deeper sense of purpose and security that diminishes the power of worry over us. Freedom from worry is not just a wish, but an attainable reality. Being at peace will help you see what God has for you, not only in this moment, but in every future step you take. The Wisdom in All Things podcast, as well as the website, wisdominallthings.com, is here to help you benefit from all there is to read, watch, and listen to. I know you're busy. And if you would, please tell others about what you've heard, where you can hear it. That's at wisdominallthings.com.